everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. When I first interviewed this glamorous beauty, we covered the sudden death of her father, the rape she chose not to talk about, but forgive, and the high points of both her singing and acting career and new chart-topping song appropriately called, I Cry Freedom. What I didn't know and what you are about to hear today are the in-between years of childhood obesity, bullying, abuse of a parent, eventual marriage, and divorce, several miscarriages, not to mention breast cancer, and the miracles that would follow to the now proud mother of three beautiful daughters, married to the love of her life, and a thriving career, ministry, and mission. How did she do it? Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome back to Testimony, always a joy, internationally acclaimed actress of Ashley Abbott, the Young and the Restless fame, singer, speaker, recording artist, and now author of her just-released, Rise Up, Uncover the Darkness, Move into the Light, and Experience a Life of Joy, which we will talk about today. Please welcome co-founder of AscendWomen.org and podcast host of Morning Cup of Faith and more, Brenda Epperson Moore. Brenda, welcome back to Testimony. Woohoo! Thank you. <laughs> what a beautiful introduction. I adore you, Jantine. I adore your show. And I just am so honored to be back on this program again. Thank you so much. Well, it's totally an honor to have you on, Brenda. First of all, I have to tell you your latest great read, Rise Up, <laughs> left me chuckling at times, crushed <sighs> for you at others, but in the end, identifying. And rejoicing. Question, are you my sister mm. from another mother I don't know about? <laughs> I think I might be. For sure. <laughs> I think I might be. <laughs> Seriously speaking, though, Rise Up is a book, my view, whose time has come, and not just for women, really. It's for everyone about everything that can go wrong, but with God, everything made right through faith, belief, declaring, decreeing, and yes, forgiving to where dreams become destiny and heart's desires become reality. That said, Brenda Epperson Moore, tell us mm. the rest of your story. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. Well, this is a really exciting time, Jensen. I, I know people are really hurting right now and I want to acknowledge that. And I understand the difficulties and we, you know, we're coming out of and crawling out of that pit like Joseph did, um, not knowing where the next step would be, not knowing what his destiny would be and not understanding really that he was destined for greatness. And I feel like that's kind of what's rising up in me right now, speaking to you. And we prayed earlier and I just love your heart, Vincent, but you know, we've been in that pit with, with COVID and everything going on. And I started writing this book, um, Rise Up, about five years ago. God tapped me on the shoulder, and I just, 
please God, I don't know, I don't know how, or the first thing. And, you know, um, God just wants us to have a willing heart and say yes. So through the years, I worked with different people who kind of helped me and nudged me and then um, grabbed a, a team of people that um, God put in front of me that are dear friends that were themselves writers and said, you can do this and helped push me and birth this project. And I'm actually published by um, Whippin' Stop Publishers, which is also another miracle. Rise Up is about a journey, kind of what we're going through. It's about my journey of being in darkness and uh, seeing how God uncovered that darkness and I moved into the light and experienced a life of joy, um, acknowledging those dark times and how I was in the pit, like we've all been in the pit. We've all been in that hole and in our homes and in the dark COVID you know, mess, but now God's calling us out to rise up. And I love what you said earlier you know, about the Word of God, and I I have different scriptures that I talk about within my book, um, talking about, you know, I believe we must decree God's Word, read God's Word, speak God's Word, believe God's Word, and then watch His Word work. And my book, Rise Up, is for anybody who's been marginalized, anybody who has been abused, anybody who has felt hopeless, anybody who has experienced loss. Anybody who has experienced a deep pain and a darkness that they never thought they could overcome. Um, my book, Rise Up, is partially my personal journey from childhood as well as the time that I was on the Young and the Restless at CBS. It's also a journey about God's grace and mercy over my life and turning those dark places into light. Because when we read God's Word and we speak God's Word and we watch God work, we win and we conquer over death and sin and addiction and lack. We decapitate the enemy's head and we cut off that serpent's neck and we move into a life of joy and freedom. And that is what this book, my book, Rise Up, is about. It's about uncovering those dark places in our lives, whether we know it or not, with the small practical steps that I give you in my book. At the end of each chapter, I talk about the small steps that seemingly might seem insignificant, but that carry great power and move us from victim into victory. So I take you through each chapter and the steps that I took from my childhood to current status from being bullied as a young girl. I was very overweight after my father died. and Kids spit on me and teased me. I was bullied before the name bullying was you know, identified as something that happened to kids. I would come home crying. I, I felt so dark, and, and I was raped as a young girl, and I hated myself. And like Joseph, starting this conversation, God brought me out of that pit of darkness and despair into a life of freedom and joy and not realizing my destiny was meant for, for greatness. And so is everybody that hears the sound of my voice. God has a destiny and a greatness for your life. And for me, what I find kind of different about my book and what people have been commenting about my book is that, again, I have questions after each chapter. I call them challenge questions for the reader to apply what I've spoken about, what I've had to overcome, what I've had to forgive, what I've had to walk through, and then show them how they can implement those steps, small steps in their life, to become an overcomer themselves. It's kind of a read, but it's also a little bit of a workbook. I, I, I say a lookbook. I, I don't want to say work because it's not work. It's it's fun. And then we can implement those small things in our lives to have a life full of more purpose, full of more joy, full 
of more love and hope because I also talk a lot about joy in my book, Dancing, because joy, I think people underestimate the power of joy. And Nehemiah 8.10 says, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And joy is an attribute of our Father in heaven. If there's joy in Him and on Him, and He is in us, then that same joy needs to rest and resound in us and cause that infectious joy to jump onto others. And that's what causes healing in our lives. Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Brenda Epperson Moore, her latest great read, Rise Up. Brenda, I want to get a little specific now. Yes. I love the transparency, honesty, and vulnerability you display in the writing of your memoir, Rise Up. Real issues, real solutions, and in the end, real resolve, as you just alluded to, Mm. to overcome with joy and trust Mm. every challenge, heartbreak, and eventual breakthrough. Case in point, the love of your life and now husband who Mm -hmm. almost wasn't when God said, quote, let go. Can you explain? Oh, so after my divorce, um, I was, you know, just a wreck and a huge life transition and never imagined I'd be in this place and had a daughter and just crying before the Lord, didn't have a job, didn't know what I was going to do. Um, Doors were just shutting in front of me and at the end of my rope, at the end of my financial um, means and here, this this place that I had bought, uh, a gentleman that I had known from years ago was the builder of it, and God connected us that way, so I bought this place, and um, it was somebody that I had known from years and years ago, and we slowly started dating, and I just felt hard and deep for him, and I never imagined that I would get married again because... I was so broken after the divorce and never imagined I could trust or love again. And God just opened this door for us. And, and I just really wanted his will more than mine and vowed to just stay pure in the relationship, even though that was so hard. But I, I really realized that if I was going to obey God, I had to obey him completely and that I needed to fully submit myself because I made a mess of things and I had screwed things up so horribly and I didn't want to do that again. I didn't want to go through that again. I didn't want to keep living and going through life, making my own decisions in my flesh. So I had to just die to myself and I would go in my prayer closet and I would just cry and cry and cry and say, God, I love this man, but the marriage card was not being considered and it was almost, you know, two years out and he wasn't talking about marriage anymore. And I just knew the relationship was fully dying and God whispered, let him go. And I said, no, Lord, I can't. And he just said, do you trust me? Do you trust me? And I would just cry and cry and cry because I think, you know, it's so easy to say, oh, I trust the Lord or just trust the Lord and everything will be fine. <laughs> no, right. when you want something so bad or you're in such a deep, dark place or decision-making or desperate situation, and you see no way in sight and no way out, that trust the Lord is a very, very hard thing to do. You have to put your face boots on. You have to get your knee pads on, and you have to die to self. And 
anything you see in the flesh and say, God, I will walk by faith and not by sight. And that is what I had to do. And I got in that closet and I said, Lord, I can't. And he said, but you can in my strength. And I, you know, confronted him and he didn't know that he wanted to marry me anymore. So I I broke up with him. And I just, I was so angry because I said, and then he didn't come back. And I was so angry with God. And I said, this obedience thing doesn't work. I did everything right. I did what you asked me. Look, it's God. Now what? Thanks a lot. You know, I love him, Lord. And I am crying and I am pitching my fit. And, you know, I'm like, I trusted you and it got me nowhere. You know, I'm sure, you know, we've all done that. And, you know, imagine Joseph. I just keep going back and he's seen Joseph in this pit in the darkness. And, you know, um, loved the Lord and, and yet looked, he's in a pit and God brought him to the castle and all that God did for Joseph. And, um, not that I'm like Joseph, but I'm simply saying, you know, when you, I, I kept also envisioning myself falling back into God's arms with my arms across my chest and my eyes closed and just falling over a cliff and God catching me. That's where I was at. And I let him go and I just trusted God. And I said, okay, God, you must have better if you're going to, you never take away without giving us something better, without giving us something greater. I want your will more than my own will. I know you have best for me. And what I have or what I think I need is way less than what you know that you already ordained for me. And it will bear fruit and it will bring so much greatness into my life. Amen. But that's hard. And so I let go completely and I cried and was angry. And then God just gave me forgiveness in my heart and love and steadfastness. And then I just let him go. And then three months later, not kidding, didn't hear from him. And I got a knock on my door and it is him. It is him at my door with a ring. I opened it. I was shocked. <laughs> he fell on his knees. I'm crying. He's crying. And he put a ring on my finger and asked me to marry him. And God is a God of miracles, and that's just one example in my book of really when we submit our own will to God's sovereign will and His plan for our life, He has something greater than what we could ever imagine, and it will bear fruit, and our lives will bear fruit. Sure, you can have success, and you can have a good life, but without God, you won't be able to move in that supernatural realm and I really, you know, I always say I want to affect the world and not let the world infect me. And, you know, I used to always ask in my life, you know, what can I get and how much? And now I ask, what can I give and how much? And when we submit our will and surrender our dreams and our hopes into his hands, he will then take it and bring us places that we never, ever imagined we could we could do dream or hope for, and he'll make it better. Ladies and gentlemen, again, you're listening to Brenda Epperson Moore, her latest must-read, Rise Up. Brenda, your latest great read provides a venue for readers to engage, as you alluded to earlier, practically and spiritually. That said, name one constant for your everyday that without your life might be quite different today. Well, I, I talk about prayer in my book, and actually at the end of each chapter, I, I have a prayer for each person that I hope they say aloud that 
I pray over them after they finish the chapter, but prayer is my constant. I am constantly praying because, you know, prayer is the key that activates our faith, Jensen, and prayer makes the impossible possible. Prayer opens the door of communication between us and God, and prayer dispatches warring angels on our behalf and our loved ones for Him to move directly into our circumstances and into our problems. Prayer opens the door of our heart and makes it from heavy to light. And prayer releases the burden off of us onto the cross. Prayer slays the enemy. Prayer hides us. When You know, Psalms 91 says, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in his mighty shadow. He hides us in the hem of our garment, away from our enemy and our captors when we pray. And he puts us in that secret place. I am such a huge believer in prayer and Bible meditation and scripture memorization. Without those two, my life would not be the way it is. I wouldn't have the blessings that I have. I know that. It is nothing I've done. It is all God. All I have done is say yes to God and pray and submit and do that every single day because my flesh wants to take it back. But my constant in my life, and we all need this, is prayer and biblical reading and memorization. Amen and amen. Next question. Talking about obedience, which you alluded to in your fabulous story of how you ended up marrying the love of your life. Just love that. (laughs) Talk about now when God speaks, you are obedient, but the results intended are anything but positive, a.k.a. the cup of coffee that got screams instead of a thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Well, you know, I love to ignite people. You know, that's that's what I do. And my book, Rise Up, is about igniting people. It's not about me. And I, that's, I was asked to write books many, many times. And I'm saying, no, I'm not going to write a book. I'm only going to write a book if it's going to bear fruit, if it's going to change lives. And when God said, I want you to write a book, I said, okay. <laughs> so I believe Rise Up is going to ignite people with the things that I've been through and the practical steps that I've taken to listen to God and people say, well, how do I know it's God? And it's, and it's not me. Try it. You'll know if it's out of alignment with God's word, it's, it's not God. Right. But if it's in alignment with God's word, when you hear a voice or you feel a nudging or you see a picture, however God speaks to you, follow through with it and you'll know, and he'll sharpen your ears. So I was standing in a, in a line at coffee bean and um, I was just standing there minding my own business probably looking at my phone and I heard in my right ear, I just want a cup of coffee and I kind of looked at him like, what? <laughs> and I heard the voice, the voice can buy a cup of coffee. The woman standing in front of me, I don't know who this is. So I thought, okay, I pondered it and as we move up closer and closer, I thought, all right, I'm going to buy her a cup of coffee. All right, okay, that's fine, sure. Okay, so that makes her happy. So I was standing behind her, with, you know, people behind me kind of was getting busier and busier as she went to go pay I just quietly said, oh, I've got it. And I just handed her money. Just quietly. And I'm telling you, she turned around, shot me a look, started screaming at me. How dare you? Who do you think you are? (laughs) Buy me a cup of coffee. I am mortified. This scene, I'm mortified. I turn around, I look, and the line is out the door, and people have their hands on their hips looking at me like, you idiot. 
He's yelling at me, and I, I'm shocked. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm so sorry. I heard you wrong, God. This is horrible. So I just said, sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. I just wanted to fight. I'm so sorry. Now I'm, I don't know what to do. And she looks at me, and she's like, this is ridiculous, and just walks away. And now the cashier is giving me dirty looks. You know, like, you idiot, look what you've done, now you've caused this whole scene. And I'm just, you know, m- you know, meekly handing him the money, and I said, oh, I'm a cup of coffee with a shot of espresso. <laughs> now, like, I need an extra shot of <laughs> And I'm just thinking in my mind, I'm dying, going, how did I hurt God so wrong? This is, wow, 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 this is not the way I thought it would go. This obedience thing is not happening today. And so I, and I had to go stand behind her to get my coffee, and I'm standing a ways away, just sitting there, kind of figuring out how I could have heard God so long. Not kidding. All of a sudden, this same woman who three minutes later was screaming at me turned and looked at me, and she had tears in her eyes. And she said, why did you do that? And I just said, oh, so emotional. I just said, well, I, and I didn't know what to say at this point. I didn't want her to yell at me again. I just kind of said, uh just wanted to bless you. And she just began to weep. And she said, nobody has ever done anything like that for me. And I just said, oh, I said, God bless you. I just wanted to bless you. And she kind of looked down and she got her coffee and walked out and seen that was such an invaluable lesson for me. Again, something so small such an impact on this woman's life. I don't know her name. I I will never see her again, but God knows her name. And I believe that God used that instance to change her life. I don't know if she was going home to kill herself. I don't know if she just lost her home. I don't know if she had just, I don't know anything about her, but God knows. So my book, Rise Up, is about moments like that in my life that have had such a huge impact not only on others, but in my own life, to say those small things matter. When you get extra food that's not yours in the grocery store and you say, oh, I didn't pay for this, and you go take that back because that's the right thing to do, God honors that. When you open the door for somebody and say, hi, how are you? And they mumble and they walk away, you have no idea how that moment can turn their life. You may never know, but keep doing the right thing. And God blesses and honors it. I promise you. Forget me. He promises it. The obedience works. Amen. Amen. Brenda, I'm reminded of that scripture. Obedience is greater than sacrifice. You stepped out in faith to be obedient and let the results to God. The enemy tried to humiliate you in the process, but God showed you he was right all along. He yeah. used you to bless that woman who had never had a kindness, it sounds as if, mm-hmm. done to her in her entire life. That is just such mm-hmm. a beautiful story. Brenda, in our remaining time, what do you want the reader to most, most, and there's a lot, to take away from Rise Up and how, at any age, it's never too late to do just that? That's right. Well, thank you. You know. I wrote this book, my book, Rise Up, and thank you for understanding that it was as authentic as I could be, Um, and all of the hard things that I've had to go through in my life, I want people most to know that their life matters, and that their life 
has a purpose and that God has a great destiny for you. All you need to do, sign my book, Rise Up, and get into agreement with everything that God has already established since the beginning of time in your mother's womb for you to accomplish and achieve. It is never too late to overcome physical heartache and abuse and anything thrown at you. God will still use your life and ignite you to rise up and be that light, that city on a hill, to help others, to help those around you, whether it's a small platform or a big platform, this book, Rise Up, will replace the lies with truth of who you are and who your identity is, not in the world, but in Christ. You will find out that when you put your identity in Christ and say, God, who do you say that I am? When you ask him that question, those dark things and those bondages and those lies that have been holding you back will melt away and you will be released into a life of joy and power and fruit that you have never imagined. The Bible says, ask and you receive, seek and you will find, knock, and the door will be open. And I believe that for every person that opens this book, that God will ignite a new, a new power in each individual's life so much more to offer this world. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to internationally acclaimed actress, singer, recording artist, and co-founder of Ascend Women's Conference for Remarkable Women, as well as host of her recently released Morning Cup of Faith podcast, and now author of her latest must-read, Rise Up, Uncover the Darkness, Move into the Light, and Experience a Life of Joy Brenda Epperson Moore. You can learn more about Brenda's work, ministry, and mission by visiting brendaepperson.com and ascendwomen.org and catch her on the Rich and the Ruthless webcast show now playing on BET Plus. And get her book on Barnes & Noble, Amazon.com, or wherever books are sold. Invite her to speak and sing and get the joy you need to rise up in life and in the Lord. You will be supremely blessed that you did. Brenda, what an absolute joy, no pun intended, <laughs> having you share the real story behind the glitz and glamour of your seemingly perfect world when in reality it was anything but. And how, through a real and unwavering relationship with Jesus Christ, you chose to rise above it all and victoriously so. Rise Up is a book for anyone who has suffered the pain of rejection, abuse, loss, and more, and the many curveballs life can throw. You chose, Brenda Epperson Moore, to declare and decree God's Word into the mess, and as a result, have a beautiful message of not only overcoming but becoming all God intended and powerfully so. We thank you and God bless you. Thank you so much for having me on your show. God bless you. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ 
one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensinebar.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.